Podcast like a motherfucker. So welcome to Amatime Podcast, episode number... 65. Part 2. I'm back with uh, Casimir the Swede. Yep. And we are going over some of the lists from the Smith F Invitational, as we talked about on the last episode. So since we did the last episode, we've both submitted our lists, and some of the other contenders have also submitted their lists. I think we're still waiting for three or four submissions. So yeah, it's like the, the Americans we're waiting for, I think. Yeah, maybe they're just not awake yet or something, right? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to go through the list that we actually ended up going with, and then we are going to talk about a couple of the other lists. So maybe, Casimir, you would like to go through your list first, because this is the first time I've actually seen it. And yeah. It doesn't really mean anything to me, but let's see what <laughs> you can pull out of your Swedish-shaped bag. Yeah, uh, so first of all, I, uh, right when I submitted it, I spent some time actually making up uh, some names to like mix success, I think. <laughs> like, uh, so let's, all my let's units. Let's hear some of these. Yeah, so, so in my main board, uh, I have a ruinous dictator who's called Gorgus Irontail. Cool. Uh, he has, uh, I am the Senate and Avatar of Favana, so he has multiple wounds and uh, he gives like a undead BSB effect to the uh, like things in his uh, inspiring presence. Cool. Uh, joining him is uh, Pixqueak the Great Herald, who's uh, on a Whispering Bell. He's an adept with witchcraft, with uh, Swarm Master. Uh, so kind of the idea is that he's like ringing the bell, telling everybody about how great Gorgas is, you know, <laughs> just making sure everybody knows. Uh, then I have two units of uh, Vermin Legionnaires, uh, both with Legion Standard. One is like yeah, Unit 40 and a 45. And uh, I decided to pick, like, I looked at the Knife Edge map and I was like, what are some places where the Vermin could, like, come from or, you know, be, be situated? So I have uh, Legio Mira and Devas, which are two uh, cities that I could find on the map that's kind of close to uh, the Avras region. Uh, then I uh, have two units of 50 slaves with tunneling tools uh, and uh, 14 uh, fetish brutes uh, with a champion. So that's some um, adoring masses. And, are, are, uh, they literally called, are they called fetish brutes or fetish brutes? No, they're called fetish. Uh, that's, uh, it's been, it was kind of funny because it's been misspelled in like various places, but uh, it's not fetish brutes. <laughs> fetish brutes which sounds, been more, better, but... sounds more fun. Maybe. Yeah, it's just like I, these roided up dudes in bondage gear. Really <laughs> that sounds like something you'd be into, Casimir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a little bit more terrifying, perhaps. <laughs> and then to round it out, I, uh, I put in the two units of 13 uh, Shadow Force Stalkers with pistols. Uh, so, the, uh, uh, so the base list, kind of the idea was that uh, I would have like mostly just like dudes. So this would be like the kind of the normal, uh, like the base following of this dictator of Gorgas, where he has like all this, his base support in his first list with uh, just like a, a, a cadre of beasts and then a shit ton of slaves and legionnaires and so on. And then his uh, trusty priest with him. And then in the two sideboards, I would uh, expand into perhaps some of the more specialized factions. Okay, so this uh, is so so the first, my first, the first sideboard. Just yeah. to interrupt, like the first... 
the first A list is kind of like the legions, let's say. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like all the all the grunts basically go in the first three thousand points. Yeah, cool. Uh, then I have uh, so I, for my first sideboard, the theme is that uh, it's uh, the Rakashit uh, sideboard. So that's all the engineering stuff. Uh, so I called it the Rakashit Mercenary Madman. So they're led by a prefect who is a technocrat uh, with a Jusail called uh, Scritch the Mad. <laughs> and uh, he has uh, to go with him uh, four Mermilla Brutes with rotary guns and uh, full command. So they're his uh, guardians, or like bodyguards, I thought, uh, was the idea. Uh, then I have six Jusails, uh, some sharpshooters. I have two units of uh, Ignifier Grenadiers, so they're nine and uh, eight strong. And then I, I decided to put in three Dreadmill Chariots, which he calls the Reliables, because <laughs> they're, they're definitely not going to blow up. <laughs> well, th this kind of like makes sense from a theme perspective, right? Because you have your like crazy technocrat guy with like a with his gun, yeah. And then you have all the different kind of shooting things. Yeah, exactly. So like I, f I do you have enough core in this core, list? Like, yeah. So so the core in the base list is actually enough to fill out four thousand five hundred points directly. Ah, I see. So then my sideboard has, uh, this sideboard has no core, whereas the other one has enough then to bring it up to 26,000 okay. points. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, cool. And then, so yeah. then, and then this, this like B sideboard, the technocrat one is like all the experimental things. Like the, I guess the Dreadmill Chariots kind of fit into that category as well. Makes, yeah, I think this so. This makes complete like sense. Yeah, that's the, that was the idea. I also thought like it would be quite interesting to, to try them out uh, in this kind of a format as well. Just kind of see, throw them at people and see what happens. Cool. Uh, then I for the second sideboard, I have uh, some Stygian reinforcements. Uh, so here I decided, at first I was like, maybe I should put some tunneling in from the beginning, but I instead decided that this is just like the tunneling sideboard. So uh, in this one, uh, I have uh, a BSB actually on a Praetorian Brute. Uh, with uh, so he has as a mithril and halberd, so he has two plus save and just a little bit of offense. But the big big thing he brings is he has the sacred aquila. So this is like the this is probably the the most power choice I have on lists. Uh, so he goes into the fetish brutes and uh, gives them all battle focus with like forty attacks or something stupid. So that's gonna be pretty rough, I think. That sounds that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I I, I haven't tried it, but I think it is quite uh, quite good for a Death Star. Cool. Uh, so he's called um, Romskrit, uh, and his uh, his beast is called Thunderpaw. <laughs> I haven't named <laughs> any of my steeds. I should have done that. Yeah, definitely for next time. For next for time. next time, yeah. Uh, so then he is joined by an overseer called uh, Drib. So he's a prefect with the Stygian overseer. He has map of the deeps to move around the uh, tunneling tokens. Uh, so he's the guy who can like blow them up and move them around, basically. Cool. Uh, to get some core in, I have another legion, so 45 uh, legionnaires with spear shields and uh, running banner called uh, Legio Barim, which is another, <laughs> I think it's a place in the mountains when I was looking at the uh, uh, the map. Cool. Uh, and he also Barium has, uh, sounds like, like bury them, like they're, t <laughs> like they're tunneling, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I Comple think completely that, intended. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, uh, let's say that. Sounds good. Uh, then I have 20 giant rats who unfortunately didn't get any name because they're just rats. And uh, then there's two uh, legionary drill teams as well. And they are also joined by a Stygian Earthbreaker who's called Waymaker to uh, make all the tunnels and uh, send these guys through. 
Cool. So the drill, the drill teams, they can just like drop in like war platforms or somewhere. Or? Yeah, they have to. They have to go into the legionary units. So uh, okay, so two, two of the three will have tunnels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does that they mean that they can go? Uh, that they can disappear and then reappear? Uh, yeah. So they basically how they work is that you deploy them like normal, and then they at some point in the game they can uh, disappear, like go into reinforcement at the beginning of the movement phase. Uh, or I think it's like technically after charges, but you can't have you can't be shaken uh, to do it. Okay. So you can't fail the charge and then do it. Yeah, exactly. That would be fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really nice. <laughs> that would be slightly good. But right? yeah, so I, I think in reality, like what it means is that you deploy your army and then you have these two drops, which you can either just keep there or if your opponent, you know, like if your opponent misdeploys, then you keep them. Or if otherwise you just, you know, remove them from the board and ambush them later. Okay, that's cool. So, so this is the ambush tunnel sideboard, and that also makes like very thematic sense to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I would say like the one, the one like uh, concession I had was to put in the BSB because I, I wanted to to take him, but and also there's not like that many tunnel units you can uh, have in the list. No, I think I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, it it stands to reason that he'd be walking around with them or something like that, like. Doesn't, yeah, exactly. It doesn't, uh, doesn't have to be all like, hundred percent, like tunnel stuff. No, exactly, exactly. So, so I think, I think yeah. what what we should do is we should definitely like tot up like how many, how many and what's your like mad prefect is like sniping. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And maybe like who your blood like the kind of the kill count that your blood for legate wraps up in close combat. Yeah, it'd be cool. I definitely want to see what the uh, what the Fetus Brutes manage to like just wreck their way through. Have, uh, like do they do they have a name? Uh, they I only call them gladiatorial beasts right now because I couldn't think of something better. But maybe maybe I can figure something out. Maybe they need something fetish oriented. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the like, ball gaggers. Yeah, ball gaggers, BDSM bros, or something. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so so homework for the next episode is to come up with like names for all the units and all the mounts. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Cool. So I guess we go to my list. Here we go. So I actually went with the exact list that we mentioned, but not in specifics on the last show. I uh, more because I didn't have time to do anything else. Um, so we have the forest prince on the elk. And he is named Fandar, the Hunter King. Okay. He's a, the general on the Elk. He's got Destiny's Call, a longbow, Sylvan Blaze of Titanic Might, Horn of the Wild Hunt, and Obsidian Rock, and he is a wild hunter. So this is obviously the Hunter King, who is like the leader of the army. Yeah, uh, and he's probably hard as fuck, I imagine, with all those upgrades. It's pretty standard build, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have uh, the druid on the Eagle King, who is named Halanestra, <laughs> the Queen of the Hunt. I was actually wondering, like, how do you pronounce these when I read them the first time? I did like an elven name generator. Ah, uh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> like, I so so what I did actually was that I well I googled like Skaven names for Games Workshop, and then I also like went into like. Uh, googling like uh, Roman and Greek names so my my king or my dictator is actually like a Greek dictator which I was like oh this name's good <laughs> did you do like combo s splicing 
Yeah, a little bit, a little bit for some of them, but uh, I think uh, I think most of them like I just kind of made up some some Skaven sounding names. But the the Gorgas one is like that's actually a, a real guy. He was some dictator of an island somewhere in Greece. Cool. And I mean, it's also always nice to kind of take these from real places. I think it's a bit more interesting. Yeah, exactly. I just exactly. did random name generator. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the Eagle King, the druid on the Eagle King is Halaniestra, the Queen of the Hunt. So it's like the Hunter King and the Hunter Queen going out hunting together. She is a, <laughs> wizard, a wizard master on shamanism with a, a longbow, sylvan blades with hero's heart, talisman of shielding and a dragonfire gem. So it's a bit of a edgy wizard master build that I've tried before and it's been up to shite, but figured try it again. It's the basic premise behind it is that you have a wizard master of shamanism so you can get the scarification attribute going yeah yeah and like sylvan blades hero's heart is like three attack strength five you have the eagle king you have a five of ages save you have dragonfire gem so you're like pretty safe from pyro that's basically basically it so it's kind of the king and the queen going out to hunt together on their trusted steeds Nice. And then uh, in core, we have two times ten Heath Riders, which are Heath Hunters. One's called the Queen's Bows, one's called the King's Bows. So it's like their own, like, sense. riders. And then you yeah, have... Yeah, like their entourage, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And then you have the... In special is ten Huntsmen with Shield, Lance, Sander Bearer with Banner of Deception and Full Command. Oh, no. Not Full Command. No Musician. Who needs a Musician when you're yeah, light when you're light Troops? And Banner of Deception, is that the redeploy? That is the or? redeploy banner, because I've oh, never used nice. it before, and I figure 10 Wild Huntsmen with a redeploy banner is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's going to be a pain. Yeah. And especially if the Forest Prince is going in with them, which maybe he will, maybe he won't. Who knows? And he is, so can characters redeploy as well with the banner? Yeah, if, you, if they're deployed in okay. the unit when they deploy. Cool. So, yeah, that's... That's I haven't named them yet. Um, then I have uh, three Kestrel Knights with a shield and a champion and three Forest Eagles because that's all the points I could fit in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You run out quite, pretty quickly when you put in like, two big characters. Yeah, I had, I had 40 points and I was like, well, I guess, or 60 points. I was like, well, I can have one more Huntsman or I can have a banner and a something on the Kestrel Knights or I can have two more eagles so I figure the three eagles kind of adds to a bit like the eagle kind of theme that the maybe they're yeah. like the bros of the the druids eagle rider thingy yeah so, I mean after having I've, I've played like way back now but against some some Sylvan Evelis with units of like four eagles and they are actually quite like okay yeah. killing stuff when they get flank charges and stuff yeah I mean I, I've played two units of five eagles before and they were absolute shite as well but maybe <laughs> maybe three is okay but for 160 points it's you're increasing your wound count on your eagles by six so that's fine yeah yeah definitely and it's still chaff territory in yeah. terms of points exactly so that's my initial A list and then uh, the B list is as we talked about before like including just just trees just forest spirits so you have uh, Yendorn Lord of the Bows he's a he's like leading the contingent so he's the thicket shepherd 
he's a BSB and he's got toxic spores. Um, the toxic spores didn't really need it, but I was I had again I had like sixty five points at the end and I didn't want to add any more dryads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have a, a dryad ancient who is a wizard adept on divination. Forgot to give this one a name, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Gave all the yeah, other characters a name, but just didn't. I guess I forgot this one. Then I have 23 Dryads with scoring and champion. And I have five Thicket Beasts with a champion. So it's basically two scoring blocks and two characters. Yep. So fairly self explanatory. I think it's fairly fluffy. And then the other sideboard is kind of like the, the Wilderness Elves. So I called. I have a, sheep, a Shapeshifter Chieftain. Shapeshifter Chieftain called Ilthorin. Uh, it's got a shield with Willow's Ward, a light armor, elven cloak, a silver longbow, and a spear with Hunter's Honor. So it's like a bit of a weird choice, but I couldn't get like a, a Shapeshifter Chieftain within the points that I had left with a kind of loadout that I wanted. So, so like what does this one do then that's different is it just like a little bit less attacks or like what is yeah so it has a three plus armor save which is pretty shit but it's res four yeah and it has the and it has the spear that when it does a wound it gives distract gives distracting oh it's that spear okay Okay. so unfortunately the shapeshifter can't join any units so yeah it's a bit (laughs) it's probably not going to come into play like too much so it's it's not going to be very useful but i think it could be quite fun just to run around with the uh, with the like distracting spear like i wanted to give it the um yeah. the no stompy you cannot be stomped item yeah but then i couldn't fit anything interesting on it i was thinking okay cannot be stomped and then the hail shot but that doesn't fit uh there was like a lot of things that i wanted to do but i just the silver enough magic items of fucking retarded there's absolutely no combinations that you can do that actually makes sense so yeah I feel like they've kind of priced them out of in- being interesting at all yeah. just to like oh it's balanced when it doesn't work yeah I, I, I 100% agree um, I think that they really need to look at the magic items because that will change the Sylvan Elf book in a big way I think if they if they actually make those viable in different combinations but anyway that's by the by um Included in this uh, sideboard is 16 Sylvan Archers, because I needed some core. And 19 Forest Rangers with Flaming Standard Musician Champion. Um, I wanted to give them Vanguard, but it seemed very expensive. It's like three points per model, so that's mm, 60 points to give the unit Vanguard. It's a bit excessive, in my opinion. Yeah, that's kind of what, like that's kind of the price you pay to give Seekers Vanguard, and I think that Vanguard is a lot, yeah. lot more impactful. Yeah. yeah. So that I just went with the Rangers instead, uh, because I have some models and I like them. Not that I'm going to be playing in-person games, but I think they're fun and they're not a bad choice, especially if you can combine it with the like the divination magic, which I have in my last game. Um, and then the last part of the army is seven Briar Maidens with a champion because I've never really used them and I think they don't really see the table that often so it could be fun to try and these are kind of like the edgy wilderness elves so it's like the rangers who are on the fringes the Briar Maidens who are like no one really understands what fluff they are aside from their legacy and the (laughs) the shapeshifter who is obviously a bit uh, weird kind of 
concept and then some archers to fill core. Yeah, exactly. What, what kind of spells do you get on the Brown Radiance? Uh, you get Truth of Time, uh, Break the Spirit, uh, the Hereditary Spell, and the Missile from Druidism. Okay. Okay, Break the Spirit, is, that, that's, that's always nice, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I have the, wizard, I have the wizard Master Eagle King, so yeah, I think yeah, I I'll be probably more likely taking the shooty one, and yeah. my style is more the Hereditary. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, uh, I every time I can, I can, I usually end up taking Truth of Time because it's my baby, and I hate what they did to it. But it's <laughs> it's just not very useful. It's still good. Like, it's not bad, but it's just you know, usually it it only comes up like maybe once or twice in a game that you really want to cast it. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as like Break the Spirit, but it's. Yeah, exactly. But it's also on an adept. You're also not using plus one to cast it. I think it could be useful in some matchups. Like if I. Because with my list, with the hunter list, like it does require the charge a lot. Yeah, that's true. Did I put the horn of the hunt on the guy? Yeah, I put the horn of the hunt on the forest prince, which is like a massive fluff choice. And so he's re he's he's rerolling charges. Oh, okay, okay. Like if a unit within eight inches fails the charge, then he then they he can blow it and they get to reroll it. So oh, okay. maybe with the like rerolling charges is quite good with truth of time. Yeah, actually, I mean, yeah, because you'll have like five times fucking maximize or whatever it is, or three times or something. Yeah. So, so like you'll you'll definitely be able to like attempt some eleven and twelve inch charges or something. Yeah, exactly. So I think hopefully it sounds fairly fluffy. Yeah, I definitely think you succeeded. I mean, this is what inspired me to to actually realize. Okay, how do I? Yeah. So that's at least what my thinking was. I don't know how like strong it is. But we'll see. I think I've got some good yeah. choices in there, but yeah. Yeah, I think for me also, I have like a couple of, of good choices and then like some choices which don't really make any sense uh, on a competitive level. Like I think for me, it's uh, the small like units of grenadiers or stalkers just don't really work with the dictator because the dictator like doesn't want to take any panic checks. I think you just want to get into combat and be unstable. But as soon as you have like the small units, they might start fleeing for your units, and they have to take the uh, six panic tests, which is never fun. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I also only have well, I have three scoring units in my. Uh, I have four scoring units in the big army, and I have two scoring units in each of the A plus B, A plus C. So yeah. I don't know how that's gonna work, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. But I guess it's only the later scenarios that that really. You've, that where you really need the scoring anyway. Yeah, and, and hopefully, hopefully my other stuff can like clear the way for them or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and if somebody at the in the beginning when we play flags, you know, if they if they pick your forest eagles, you just fly them into a corner. And, it's you know, like you see this corner over it. here. <laughs> this is where my eagles are making a nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're trying to breed that fourth eagle. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's just go through some of the other lists. Um, there was a couple cool. that stood out, but let's quickly just go through who's joining the uh, Smith yeah. F Invitational. So the people who have submitted list so far, you've got Young Siward on Beast Herds. I think he's a battle reporter. Uh, yeah, he's really active on uh, like Beast Herds and Dwarven Olds forums, at least, I know. Cool. Uh, Shizu playing Demon Legions. Do you know this guy? Uh, no, I actually don't. Uh, no idea. Yeah. Unknown. 
maybe American guy, maybe has a channel, yeah. who knows. We've got Axel Vicious, Kevalicious, playing yeah. B-Sets from uh, Paired Weapons Podcast. Exactly, self-explanatory. Uh, Pretty Boy, playing Cultists. Do you know cool. who this guy is? No, I wonder if they, are these the same names as on the forum? Yeah, these are so. like these are forum names. Yeah, this might be why when they, you know, if they have like whatever content they produce is not the same as their, uh, as their, you know, as their four names. Yeah, he's playing cultists. Um, I don't know anything about cultists. Oh yeah, so so pretty boy, he has a YouTube channel. It says here called Green Dragons Gaming. Uh, it seems. Cool. Uh, Henry P. Yeah. Miller, yours truly. We have Sir MC two thousand fifteen. Uh. Think he does battle reports? Yeah, exactly. Also quite active on the forum, I believe. Yeah. He's, he's on the well. He seems to be on the KOE lab team. So he's he is on the KOE lab team, but I'm not sure what content he makes these days. But he's playing Ogre yeah. Khans. And then we have Just Flow, who is head of ACS and does German battle reports. Yeah, I think also it's uh, so there's a YouTube channel here in Bavaria, uh, which I don't think he runs. I think Klexi runs it, I believe, but I, I think he appears uh, on that uh, sometimes. If cool. I'm not wrong, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's it. I haven't started like that's my when I'm gonna be serious about learning German, I'll be <laughs> having to watch that a lot. You know, you've learned German when you can start watching the German battle reports. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I haven't done it yet, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we have Math CD. I know he is a member of the content team, but I think he's like head of content team or something like that. But I, so I assume he has a YouTube channel, but I don't know which one it is. Yeah, me neither. So Just Flow is playing dwarves, and Math CD is playing Infernal Dwarves. Dwarves. Then we have Atunia, the Swede yeah. himself. Exactly, that's me. Sometimes I feel like maybe I should change my forum name to, <laughs> to match the Swede. podcast. <laughs> exactly get some better branding you know uh, it would make sense Casimir not gonna lie yeah can you even do it actually yeah can you can because uh, Sassy, oh, okay. Sassy Al changed his yeah maybe I should like this is some like you know old screen name from computer games or whatever yeah I think I think you've uh, transcended that boundary Casimir you're now a famous yeah, YouTube podcaster or SoundCloud <laughs> podcaster YouTube uh, TikTok whatever you know TikTok podcaster so you need to <laughs> You need to start branding yourself better. Yeah, exactly. And then we have Matty P from the Pair Weapons podcast. He's written some very illegal lists that he needs to change. <laughs> yeah, he has like he only has core for, for three thousand points, I think, or probably four thousand five hundred actually. He has yeah, like nine hundred points. Exactly. Warriors, but not not enough to fill out that six thousand points. Yeah. And then we have Bobo. Playing Dread Elves. Yeah, and he's uh, he used to organize lots of tournaments uh, on uh, or in Britain, I think. But now he lives in Australia, and he like has a YouTube channel as well. Cool. So there was a couple of lists that stood out to me. Um, I want to just talk about Kev's list, Axel Vicious from Pair Weapons Podcast. So this was, I wouldn't say it was like a fluffy list like Casimir and I wrote, but it's a bit more of an interesting like concept list let's say yeah so in his a list he's got a soothsayer wizard master shamanism light armor trickster's cunning hand weapon 
with ancestral carvings and seed of the dark forest. So this is actually like the standard build that's normally on a chariot, but instead is on foot, but with the seed. It's of like a, it's like a fighty guy, but it's so the armor save is not as good, I guess, and the, it's it's still like resilience five or, or how does it work? Yeah, still resilience five, still shamanism, still re-rolling successful hit rolls. Yeah. Still distracting. I mean that sounds pretty pretty good still. Yeah. Like, and he's just he's got the seed of the forest, so I would imagine he's sitting in a forest somewhere with some uh, longhorns or wild horns or something, getting plus two to cast. Yeah, exactly. And, and then just he has being able to like smash stuff anyway in, in close combat. Exactly. So he's actually going for like all the characters on foot here. So he's got a beast chieftain, uh, totem bearer, BSB, essence of mithril, great weapon. A two per save great weapon, and then he's got a beast lord. General Destiny's Call Beast Axe. So, four yeah, plus four plus Beast Axe. Don't know why he wouldn't take a great weapon, but maybe it's not needed. Yeah. The Beast Axe gives you like uh, armor save or? Plus defensive skill and plus one strength, oh, okay. a strike last. But maybe, okay. maybe it's yeah. good. I think it would be better Could with you... parry or shield. I don't know. Yeah, can you take a shield with it and get parry? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, that seems a little bit like an oversight, but... Uh, um, maybe, well, maybe, maybe, I'm not sure. Maybe you can't, okay. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm not, I'm not a good enough Beast Force player to know to know that. But yeah, sure. Then he has 24 Wild Horns with paired weapons, throwing weapons, ambush, standard bear with Banner Discipline Musician. I'm not sure you can take 24 Wild Horns with ambush. I think you can live up to 20, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good unit, I think. Yeah. Uh, actually, especially with Banner Discipline. Yeah. I think when you're taking a big unit of wild horns, you need to take the Baron of Discipline if you're ambushing, just because it's so many points. Yeah, definitely. Um, he's got 25 wild horns with shields, full command, gnarled hide totem. So I guess that's probably where the characters are going. Yeah. So basically, parry and distracting. Uh, Not bad. 22 Longhorns, Great Weapon, Standard Bear, Rending Banner, Musician, Champion. So that's AP4 on that unit. Okay, yeah. Maybe Halberds would have been better, but don't know. Maybe that's where yeah. some of the characters are going, because I think they're Bodyguard, but I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think so too, actually. And then, yeah, but this is still a small unit though, but I guess at that kind of points level. And then he's got 15 Longhorns with Ambush, Halberd, Musician. Interesting to go for 15, not 10. Maybe it would have been better to go 10 and then improve the bigger unit by 5. But Yeah, just get like the... If you're going to Death Star, it's always good to like really Death Star, I think. Yeah. Maybe he's just smarter than we are. <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, he d he's definitely played more Beast Hearts with better success than any of us. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, six centaurs with paired weapons, throwing weapons, five gargoyles, and a bribe beast. So, if I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, okay, it's like, this is quite cool because it's all the characters on foot, everything is like kind of infantry, it's very like classic, something maybe you might, you might see in White Dwarf kind of yeah. army. And I, I, I have a lot of time for this. Yeah, definitely. And it's all kind of medium uh, sized unit as well, which is like kind of an ideal I think many want the game to aspire to, but yeah. it just isn't at right now. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I like this. And then he's got two sideboards. Um, the first one I'd say is like the 
angry monster herdy thing. Yeah, exactly. Like he's got two units of eight feral hounds to fill out the core, eleven mongrel raiders, which probably the wizard's gonna sit in eventually. Um, two times six razor razor tusk herd, a razor tusk chariot to give the razor tusk herds extra advance rate and five more gargoyles. So for I me. The Ristock Hurts is really cool. Yeah. really like those. They're quite good units, actually. They do a lot of damage. I think they're better with um, Druidism, but even with Shamanism, it's quite nice. Um, like Shrimp 6 Impact Hits, so Shrimp 7 Impact Hits, something like that. Yeah, rough. Um, but it, I think this is, like, themed around, like, lots of, like, herds. It's kind of like the... It's like the... Um, how do you say it? Like the all the pets of the beast herds have yeah, like been exactly. driven into war <laughs> they just open their pants and re- release all their like random bullshit there. yeah exactly like the mongrel raiders the 11 of them are like the shepherds yeah it's like yeah actually that works really well and then the rest of this just like all the all the herds and then the gargoyles are just like eating all the shit behind them yeah exactly just flapping along and then the the last one is kind of quite self-explanatory, like two Gortax. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then what else do you want in there? You want three raiding chariots for core and five centaurs with throwing weapons. I think those two choices are a bit not really in the spirit of Kev's other stuff, but fair enough. <laughs> you, you can't have it all. <laughs> I also think that like this looks like an insurance sideboard where if he comes up against somebody with like a really good list, he's like, okay, like no, no fucking like herd bullshit. I'm taking the Gortarks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or he's coming up against warriors or something like that where he needs there was no like shooting or divination or yeah whatever. But I think it's also two kind of very different sideboards, like from a gaming perspective. Like you have. One which yeah. is like a lot of shit, and then another one which is like monsters. So you, you do have options. Yeah, that's really interesting because I think a lot of these lists have like sideboards where at least when you can't hear them explain what's in them, it's it's just kind of okay. Well, this looks like just a slight variation of the other sideboard, but kind of the same idea, you know? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think the other one that we were going to give an honorable mention to was Bobo's list. Yeah, exactly. So do you want to read this one out? Uh, sure, uh, you can tell me what stuff does. So he's uh, playing Dreadels, as we said before. Uh, in the main list, he has uh, Temple Exarch, who's the uh, general, uh, with Alchemy, who's a warsmith. Uh, SS of Mithril paired weapons with Lacerating Touch. So that's five attacks with AP3. Spicy. And, he's, uh, so he, and he gives, what is it? Is this the distracting one to the unit? Or? Yeah, but he hasn't got any um, militants to do it to, so it doesn't matter. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, then he has a Selection Officer, who is a battle PSP, uh, with Willow's Ward and a Shield, uh, Kraken's Hide, Alchemist Alloy, and Spear with Mastery of Slaughter, and Seal of the Ninth Fleet. So he's tooled up. Um, what, yeah, it's definitely. a one-up armor save. Uh, Mastery of Slaughter, every wound that he does is multiplied to two for combat res, and the Seal of the Ninth Fleet gives battle focus to his unit. Yeah, that's nice. But the, the interesting thing is Alchemist Alloy gives you minus offensive skill, but I guess he already has enough and a spend with Well, the, he's uh, six base and he gets plus one to hit. 
Yeah, exactly. So, but it, I think it's isn't it minus two with Alchemist all? Alchemist yeah, correct. But it, but I think this is the only way that he's going to get a one up save in with yeah, all the true. other items. Yeah, exactly. So so he'll be fine. He'll be hitting most things on freeze with the, like yeah. the reflexes. Like if he'd have taken basalt infusion, then he couldn't have taken mastery of slaughtery or seal of the ninth fleet. He would have only had to yeah. have one of them. Yeah, so it's probably still quite a, a good. This way was to do this it. was actually like an intentional build in the in the book. Uh, creation okay. that we didn't want to allow. We had to, you had to take alchemist alloy if you wanted both. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Uh, then he has a warlock outcast with uh, who's only an adept, same uh, with vocation, and uh, one silent assassin as well. Uh, the Fukuri has two units of thirty-three selection spears with uh, full command and legion standard. Uh, Ten shadow ri raiders or riders, uh, fifteen auxiliaries with musician. Uh, raiding party of Corsairs, 10 with uh, Repeater Hambo, and 5 Black Clogs to run it out. I quite like this as a concept. It's like obviously like kind of the Legions with the Bros. Yeah, yeah it's like the, leading, the Legions with some like raiding uh, guys like the raiding Corsairs and the Black Clogs to take some slaves and so on. Yeah, uh, interestingly all of his characters are in this one. Yeah, exactly. So, when yeah. we go to... Uh, B and C, so the B list is uh, four uh, Thunderback, a uh, Raptor Chariot with a Lance, uh, five Shadow Riders with a Standard Bearer, uh, which, okay, and a uh, Hydra and a Kraken. So here we have like all the monsters and uh, the Thunderpacks and so on, like all the beasts come out. Yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah, it's quite nice. Uh, then uh, in the C, he has 24 Obsidian Guard with full command and Cadron's Pennon. That's uh, Swift Stride and Center Blood. Ooh, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, three Gorgons with pair weapons, uh, five Warlock Acolytes with a champion, so also going for that uh, Wizard Conclave, like you. Yeah. And five Black Cloaks as well. Yeah. So I think that's your. That's another two spells that you have. So four spells at 4,500 if you take this list. So I think you, he's a bit low on... On magic? Oh no, he's got the alchemy, yeah. actually, so he has six spells. My yeah, magic. six spells. I think this is quite good. Actually, I, actually quite I, good, I, yeah. I will be going with I will be going with four spells at six miles of points. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. We'll see see how that goes. I'm just gonna, you know, divide my dice every turn on the two but big things. I, I think I think that he themed his B sideboard very well and also the A yeah. A starting point, but the C one is a bit kind of like let's just pick some good stuff and put it in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the obsidian guard, I mean you could see how they're like I guess coming from like the capital or something like the, the character bodyguard and so on uh, but then like mixing gorgons and, and black cloaks and so on I, I, it's kind of hard to see how they fit together I guess yeah but I think it overall it makes for quite a good list game wise like Hydra and a Kraken yeah. and Thunderpack's quite good you've got the big block of Obsidian Guard you've got two big blocks of Spears you've got lots of shooting I think it's quite a good list yeah, it's, it's probably going to be quite interesting to play with and against, I think. And yeah. the assassin is super interesting, I think. Yeah, lots of infantry for him to move around and stuff like that. Yeah. So just to round up, one other point to make is that we talked last week about the army swap round. And we've recently found out that the army swap round is indeed an army swap round. So you're going to be playing with someone else's army. So, then, so, so you get to like you get to pick the the your like the uh, your opponent's army's attachment, but you'll be playing that army, right? So, 
So if you want to play the uh, you know the uh, the thunder packs and stuff, you can decide that uh, to take those. If okay. You meet Bobo. Cool. The Brilliant. So that's it. I think um, we'll keep it short. So the next episode will probably be the first round update and how it went, who we're we playing, etc. Yeah, when is it? Uh, do you know when we're starting the first round? I think in like a week or two. Yeah, something like it's like beginning of October, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, do you have anything else to add, Casimir? No, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We still have like four lists or, or something to come in. I'm hoping to see some interesting stuff. I know uh, at least there's one, gonna be one more dwarf list, so you know, hopefully it's <laughs> it's gonna be a, a fiend one. But if I know it's Omar Komen, if I know him right, he's gonna have like a complete MSU dwarf list. Great. <laughs> if he's if he's playing dwarfs, but we'll see. All right, let's see. Well, thanks very much for listening, and we will join you on the next show.